1: And welcome to all things therapy. I'm your host, Lisa Tahir. If you don't know me, I am a licensed clinical social worker. I practice as an intuitive psychotherapist. You can learn more about me and my work. You can connect with me if you're interested in being a guest on this podcast. As well as if you'd like to schedule sessions to work with me, either in person in Los Angeles or New Orleans, where I have offices, or remotely through phone, Skype, FaceTime, and Zoom, go to nolatherapy.com. It's the abbreviation for New Orleans Los Angeles Therapy. And I really appreciate you as my listener tuning in now for over three and a half years. Today is episode 173, and I am not kidding you when I say that I'm grateful for your listenership and sharing this podcast and rating it, and I ask that you continue to do that if my show is adding value to you and the guests that I bring on, if they are adding value to you, educating you, inspiring you, waking you up to an aspect of yourself that has been there dormant and a light bulb, a spark might go off in your mind. Like I know has happened many times sitting here interviewing my guests. I learn something new every episode and that will be the case today. Let me see. What else to let you know? Please join my email list at NOLA Therapy as well as follow me on social media. I would love your help to grow my network and reach on Instagram and Facebook under NOLA Therapy and on Twitter under NOLA Therapy. I have a YouTube channel NOLA Therapy where all of these podcasts go and I'm just excited to be able to reach more people and how you can empower yourself and heal your own core wounds. I'll be backing this up with a book being released in 2020 talking about the astrology of Chiron and healing your own core wounding through empathy and self-forgiveness. So stay tuned for that. I want to move into introducing my guest. Today's really a treat. I get to interview, I have the opportunity to interview a dear friend of mine whose work I really believe in. And uh, it's not often that I have someone from my personal life, be my guest, oftentimes my guests become my friends, but today it's kind of the opposite way. And so in moments, we're going to be with Deb Rosenberg. She is the founder and owner of path4lifedreams.com. And that's spelled path the number four, the digit four, lifedreams.com. Her website is being built. um, As we speak, this is kind of a pre-launch. This is her business that combines her expertise and working with companies and individuals, facilitating healing of the body, mind, spirit, and of spaces through intuitive, energetic guidance. And we're going to talk about what that actually is today with her. Debra is a Reiki Level 3 practitioner and teacher. She's a musician, singer, and songwriter. She's a financial advisor and mother of two, a daughter and a son, and her goal is to guide you to that place where your purpose meets clarity. So welcome, Deb.
0: Thank you. I love that introduction. I'm smiling. I wish you could see this face of mine right now. I feel it because I'm smiling
1: (laughs) too. You're so welcome. Thank you for being with us today.
0: Well, I'd love to start, if I may, with the aspect of healing the spaces and places and people because I see it almost as one. When I work with an individual, there's a reason why I've been called in. There might be an issue, emotional issue that they'd like to bring to the surface There might be something happening within their life. And they also just might want to have a refresh, a reboot, if you will. And create some clarity where maybe there was some muddled thinking. Well, in a space, the very same thing can happen. We can be very content in our home, in our office, and be in our normal flow. But then there's a time when we may want to just step in and create something just a little different, just a little new. And that's where I have the grace of being called in to work with people, places, spaces, and create. A new possibility with the people that I'm working with
1: so I, I definitely wanted to ask you I don't often get to talk to someone who clears spaces and I know when you say that you mean physical spaces a home, a business correct? Correct. And so why would someone you know call you to do that? What are the benefits of that? and how did you even come into doing this, Deb?
0: Well, I came into doing it actually quite by accident. I was, uh, called by a friend because there was a student that went to a major university here and in their home, which was like a 1910 Victorian home, one of the students was waking up to two images hovering over him at five in the morning and it was consistent. And they felt this energy in the house and they knew I did hands on healing. They just didn't know that I'd never cleared a house before and said, well, just try it. Just work with us. So I reached out to one of my teachers, a wonderful human named Mindy Yale, and said, Mindy, guide me through this. What do I do? Yeah. And she said, you connect with spirit as if you're talking to me. Just walk Hmm. them through it. So that's how I wound up launching it and connecting with what they thought was a mother and a daughter, which wound up being two sisters and they were stuck in the house, and they just wanted to be released from the house. So that was a very purposeful event, and there was such great uh, sense of joy feeling the shift in the house, and the student had never felt them again after that day, because mm. they were able to find that place where they needed to be. That's and beautiful. From that, thank you. It, it was absolute joy being a part of it. From there, I was called in for many different reasons in homes. And one of my uh, all-time favorites was a home that had been in foreclosure many times, almost transient use in a beautiful neighborhood in Los Angeles. And the couple that bought the home, they just wanted a clearing, if you will. They knew that there'd been a lot of stuff going on there and wanted some neutral energy. And that's what the goal is. any space that we clear. And I'd love to interject that sometimes people want clearing because they feel something bad or scary, but that's the emotion typically that we put on it Mm. because we're not used to feeling those energies that we can't see, feel, and touch. And then once there's a discernment that it's spirit or uh, a stuck energy, it feels less daunting, less fearful and bad turns into something that doesn't even exist. It's almost as if the people that own those spaces or live in those spaces are a participant in releasing someone, something from something they didn't even want to be a part of, but they were asking for help their own way to be released from it. And in this particular home, I sometimes use uh, sage smudging when I go in just to feel where the energy is maybe more smoky, if you will, when you burn the sage and in this one home, there was a lot of smoke and we knew something wasn't so good. That happened in a master bathroom. And we walked into the bedroom and I received a voice and the voice said, it's Charlie, not the neighbor, Charlie. And, the family that I was with. He knew that there was a neighbor named Charlie and went and talked to the neighbor, Charlie. And as the story unfolded, this very short version, Charlie lived in the home and he had passed away at a hospital while his wife was pregnant with their first child. And he chose not to leave the home, but rather protect it. Mm. So This family that's living in the home soon, they were actually, they hadn't even physically moved in yet. There was still construction going on. We actually converged with the spirit, included them so that the energy was then more relatable and let Charlie know that he didn't need to hang out in the house after Mm. they moved in because they were going to fill the house with love. And those are the moments of pure grace. And I never know exactly why I'm being called in, but there's always something that presents no, no matter what, there is something that presents for either the people that are living in the house, emotional situation they're dealing with and it's presenting itself as energy that they're calling in their home and it's actually coming back to them. And we wind up doing session with the individual rather than clearing the home. So it's, it's always, depending on what the possibility is as we walk in the door, what will unfold.
1: Deb, your story is, this story is reminding me of some of your history that I know about, which I'd like for you to talk about with our listeners, having to do with your openness to spirit coming to you at a young age. And that at even the age of four, you were aware of people and their emotions and you could see through to the other side and, and, can you talk to us about how these abilities developed and did they ever scare you or not? Or did it always feel comfortable to be sensitive to spirits and energy and and have those understandings and explanations?
0: What a great question. And thank you. You're uh, welcome. So I was <laughs> around age four. I was told that. And in one very particular example, someone that helped with my family. She helped with the kids, if you will. And she told me that she couldn't look at me when she was having a hard day because I was very sensitive to how she was feeling. And so I would actually, she would, I would make her cry, not realizing I was making her cry by wanting to know what was wrong. I was pretty tenacious about what's <laughs> wrong, help mm-hmm. me understand what's wrong. Mm-hmm. And so, as I went through life, I knew that I was a little different, but I didn't know what that little different was because what was normal for me was not normal for others. I could see vibration, and that's not something you just throw down in a high school class. You don't yeah. see, you see vibration. Not at all. And that resulted with a conversation with the principal saying, are you doing drugs? And I said, no, <laughs> I see vibration. Wow. <laughs> so that information stayed with me. And so I was very careful about what I shared and who I shared it with. So fast forward in my life, I was driven with business and writing, and I decided I wanted to be on a fast track in financial services. My dad was my business mentor. So I thought that's going to be really easy. I'm just going to get into business. But in that process, I felt that my intuitive nature was guiding me to really phenomenal decisions in regards to clients, staff, situations, and as I moved through business, it was always something that I could call upon, but not overtly. It was just there. It was more passive, Mm -hmm. and then fast forward a little bit more, and I decided that I was going to start a family Okay. And it was that first pregnancy that everything shifted for me. So, in my case, it was a physical shift, an emotional shift, and a spiritual shift. And the doors opened and the light poured in even more than it already was. And that is when the abundance of information came flowing in. And I was very in tune with. Myself and those around me, and I felt spirit most definitively, and was able to resource when I didn't have answers yet. This is going back many years, we're going back 29 and a half years. Okay, I would resource people that I knew were in spirit, if you will, or energetic healers or my guides to say, What does this mean? and what does this mean? and then I began collecting the information that I needed to understand who I was and what I was living. And the most important piece for me at that time was I was very aware that I was living in love. I saw Mm. life through light. I had a lens that allowed me to see the good. And if there was something that wasn't so good happening, I was able to be able to spin it. I do that to this day. Yes. And approached with something that doesn't seem resonant, there's a way to always turn situations to find the resonance in it and the possibility mm-hmm. in that. I'm going to fast forward a little bit more when spirit was presenting itself to me more overtly because I could see behind my eyes, if you will, as a channel. I was getting information. Um, the energy was flowing through me for healing hands. Uh, it was very, very comfortable. My first experience where spirit presented itself in a more physical form was a bit startling for me. And once I realized what was happening, I just dialed it back and said, okay, this is what you asked for. So now take a deep breath and just be with it. So I began speaking with spirit as we're speaking right now. And it was very calming to know that I was being heard, I was receiving information. And I knew in in that very first moment where I connected with spirit in that form, that that was it. This is my path and the passion that I have for this work. And this experience is unlike anything I've ever experienced in life. And we have a purpose. We know we have a purpose and we have many passions. I think it's not just one. And I relate that to you as well, Lisa, because you're a phenomenal therapist and you're an artist. And you're an articulate speaker, and there's just so much that you are. And so, in my case, I looked, you're welcome. (laughs) In my case, I looked at what my purpose is, and I knew that this was definitely what I was going to do in life. And it may not be always what I do 12 hours a day, 10 hours a day, but it's always with me, whether I'm with a business associate or a healing client or a friend or passing a stranger, it's always with me.
1: So is Path for Life Dreams your sensitization, like synthesizing all of your your history, your abilities into a company that now you can like officially serve people in this capacity?
0: Yes, and I've been doing this for Because I know you've
1: been, you've been working as a healer for two decades, correct? It,
0: yeah. More than that, even. Okay. And, um, what I chose to do was just do this work when someone was referred to me or a situation where I was called in, I've been called in before, especially with end of life, I've gone to hospitals and worked with individuals and that in and of itself is an incredible experience. Mm-hmm. And so I did the work without promoting myself, if you will, in a space of, uh, social media in a space, uh, having a website for people to refer to. And then this year it was like, okay, you need to actually just launch this and do this on a, on a broader level so I can create even more. And that was the goal. So path for life dreams has been with me for many, many years. Yeah. In an informal capacity and now a little bit more formal capacity.
1: Good, I wanted to ask you for clarification because I know you've been doing this work and, and I love that you're stepping into a new phase of your life, is my sense, professionally.
0: Perfect. Exactly, where do I want to spend my time and energy? And doing. this is the space that I want to be in, in that space to do this work and to touch lives, which always, always touch me. Anything um, that I'm involved with, any business that I'm working with or individual or even a house clearing, I'm always the student. I'm taking in information all the time. And oftentimes when I'm working uh, one-on-one with a client doing hands-on healing, or even just a, a conversation where I'm in channel, I often forget what is coming through channel, mm-hmm. but I hear everything that's coming through. And every now and again, I'll say, Oh, You have to remember that. That's really good. That was for you, too. Mm, And that is the best feeling in the world, because not only is this for the person that I'm working with, this is for me because we're all one. Yes. There's a thread that ties us all together. And that's the grace of what we do when we teach, when we work with someone. It always reflects back to us in teaching.
1: Okay, so this, what you're sharing right now is kind of birthing a question within me to ask you as far, yeah, as far as, because I believe as well that we're all one. And so in approaching someone who reaches out to you to do a house clearing, for example, and knowing that we all have different belief systems, how how do you approach uh educating them about what you're about to do, if their spiritual beliefs, religious beliefs differ from from yours, for example. How do you kind of set that stage in doing a home clearing, a business clearing, when people ask you about this process?
0: Well, that the process looks like this for me. So if I go into a home and they're unfamiliar with energy work, and oftentimes they've Googled it, and if you Google energy work, you get a whole lot of information, some that is really great and some that isn't so great. Yeah. And so what I do is I frame what I do as an energy healer and it's my modality. This is the gift that I've received. There's so many energy healers out there with their own specialty, their own grace in what they do. So I stick to my modalities and I share with them that regardless of what your belief system is, even if it's an an algebraic formula, the information that's coming through for me is translated to them in a way for them to understand. And if they are uncomfortable with receiving information about spirit, I ask them to share that with me beforehand
1: so that
0: I can put the information in other terms for them. And yeah. I have never had anyone say, no, I don't want to know. So even the people that I've worked with uh, that are, for example, atheist, yeah, they say, it's okay. Tell me what you get because they're familiar with what my way is and they know that I have the utmost respect for their belief. And it's that's, that comes back to that full circle of we're all one and yeah. their belief is very important to them and very important to me because that's the only way that we're going to connect if I'm in full respect of who they are so that there's no judgments. It's no expectations. It simply is let's do this together. We're a team. And that's whether I'm clearing a home, Lisa, Mm -hmm. or whether I'm doing hands-on healing. Nothing happens with me as the quote unquote healer. I use the word healer because I don't know what else to describe it as. But Mm -hmm. really, we're facilitators. We're facilitating some kind of shift, some kind of change in a possibility and creating that for someone, for example, who has never had a home clearing. If they've never had that done before and they have no idea what to expect, we walk it together. That path is ours And my favorite actually is when somebody wants to walk the house with me.
1: I was going to ask you that next, if they walk the house with you or not.
0: Yes. Okay. Wow. I would say almost, um, let me, I'm going to go back in my memory for just a minute here. And I don't think there's been a time where someone hasn't wanted to walk the whole house with me, except for the day (laughs) that I heard Charlie, not the neighbor, Charlie, And the gentleman had to leave the house to find the neighbor, Charlie. And that was the only time that he didn't walk the whole house, but his wife was with me the whole way. And that's really important to me, too, because they are really participating in what it is that they hope will create newness for them.
1: Oh, I like that, Deb.
0: Thank you. Yeah, I did
1: my I had reached out to you earlier in the week because I, I was asked to do a house clearing last week in New Orleans. And I clear my own home. I haven't done it for someone else in an official capacity. And and the wife of the husband and wife walked through with me, and I felt surprisingly comfortable. Just kind of speaking, you know, releasing everything that doesn't belong here from this home to dissipate and go without harm to anyone, person, place, or thing, and calling in abundance, calling in happiness. That her their son, uh, his best friend, had passed away tragically and unexpectedly. And and so she felt like in his bedroom, there was like a sense of depression in there. So again, I walked through with Palo Santo and, and just releasing that spirit of depression to leave and, and inviting in healing and hope and confirmation that this young boy that passed away is in spirit and happy and you know, to really shift the energy that she had been feeling in her house. And we just walked through every room and her husband was in the back house watching... TV. And, and he had shared with me, he's like, I don't, I don't mind whatever you say or do just don't pray for me. And, and I said, got it. And so that's why I asked you like, wow, just differing beliefs and clients you work with. And, and my experience as well was like, they were open to the house being cleared in whatever way I felt led to be the faucet for that water of spirit to come through me. And, um, you know, but it was, it was, you know, whenever you do something new for the first time, it's a little uncomfortable. So I felt way more comfortable than I expected. And and they've said their home just feels more peaceful sense and more in balance.
0: And how incredible for them that you did this together. That, yeah. that whole piece of facilitating you, you were there basically walking her through this change from this horrible loss that she went through and creating new for her in that room from depression to possibility. So that when she walked in, perhaps she smiled after being in there with you. That's and I, glorious. I-
1: Thank you. And also, she's been burning sage uh, as well and walking through her house because I, sh- I was like, Consuelo, you can do this as well. You know, you can walk through and and release what you feel is oppressive and call in abundance and health and wealth and prosperity and and joy. They have just a beautiful family, three kids. The house is always full of love and people and food. And so, you know, so she's been doing that, which is awesome on her own so that we're not dependent on others
0: to, to do this for us. I love that. And that's, so we're, we're of the same mind and the idea is you give the tools to the people that we're working with so they feel empowered. And again, there's that, that idea of healer and, and we're the healer, but actually we're the facilitator and Mm -hmm. our grace is sharing that gift with them so that they can carry on with it because, We're all healers. We all have this energy, this ability. It's whether or not we wish to use it in the way, for example, that you and I wish to use it. Because Mm -hmm. we want to help those that wish to see change create change. Even if it's a tiny opening, once it's a tiny opening and that light starts coming in, there is no going back. It is right there for us to see, touch and feel.
1: Good. You know, talking to you, it feels very confirming that what I felt led to do is, is, uh, is in alignment with how, how you've been doing clearings and such. So thank you for the, the kind of confirmation, which, um, you know, that, that like I was led to do this in a way that is congruent with, I don't know, just how
0: people do these kind of things.
1: It felt natural and it also felt uncomfortable at the same time for me.
0: Well, and one of the most beautiful things that I I learned was when when I did the that old Victorian house and I connected with these these two sisters in spirit. Yeah. And I had smudge. I was smudging, and one of the sisters said, "Asked me why I don't like it." They didn't like the smoke because they could see the smoke and they didn't understand it. And the the students before me were doing it in the house themselves or there were, there were nine total students that lived in the house. And so they were walking around the house smudging, but they were in fear when they mm. were smudging. And so oh, wow. spirit felt the fear. Yeah. And so what that taught me is to be in tune when I'm smudging, if there's any resistance to the smudging. so there was another time where that happened. And Lisa, I got the clear message that there was a confusion about the smoke. So again, the smoke created something that spirit was like, what are you doing here? And so what I did is I said, I'm creating neutrality for you. We're just rebalancing Uh the space to make it easier for you in your transition from this vibration to the vibration that's calling you. And in my way, I show them light. I say, go, go where the light is. And then we create a focal point for what light looks like. And it may not be a deliberate light that you or I can see, for example, the sun or you know, literally a brightly lit moon. It's more metaphoric, but they understand completely what that metaphor is. And we get to facilitate again, that release from this vibration to the vibration that they're more comfortable and that they can travel in and stay in and not be stuck.
1: Yes. Let, let's let come back to this after our commercial break, Deb. We're going to take Beautiful. a three minute break. Okay. Thank you. Okay. All right. So to those of you listening, do you know that research shows that 48% of Americans say that they pray every day and use prayer as a spiritual practice? Also, daily prayer can help you reduce stress, anxiety, and depression. It can improve your cognitive function, lower blood pressure, and helps with better decision-making processes because you're in a state of more flow and peace. So Pray.com is one of my sponsors this month, and they are the number one app for prayer and sleep. They offer you motivational daily prayer plans. They offer you Nighttime prayers and meditations to go to sleep to, as well as what you can wake up to. As my sponsor, they are offering my listeners 60% off a premium subscription. You would go to pray.com, download their app and enter the code pray.com forward slash therapy, T-H-E-R-A-P-Y in all caps. So check them out. If prayer is a part of your life, if you want it to be, if you're a meditator, if you want to add another layer of spirituality in a formalized sense, check them out at pray.com forward slash therapy for 60% off their premium subscription. And now the station's going to play a commercial for you.
0: Indeed, listening is the new reading with audible.
1: You can listen to an unlimited amount of books. At home, in your car, at the gym, anywhere on the go, with over 180,000 audiobooks to choose from. For you, the listener of all things therapy, Audible is offering you a free audiobook download and a month-long subscription for you to try them out. Visit audibletrial.com forward slash all things therapy now
0: and enjoy and in all, make the world a better place for everyone.
1: If there is something interfering with your happiness or preventing you from achieving your goals, it might be a sense of overwhelming anxiety, stress, or depression, BetterHelp Online Counseling is there for you. They are a fully online platform that is HIPAA compliant. They provide phone, video, and text counseling. You can select your counselor and begin meeting with them in less than 24 hours. If you are dissatisfied, you don't feel like it's a good fit with that counselor, you can request to meet with someone else for no additional charge. They have over 3,000 licensed therapists are available worldwide and they're secure and convenient. You can meet with people 24 hours and affordable. Check them out. My listeners get 10% off their first month, your first month with BetterHelp to try them out. Uh, Go to betterhelp.com forward slash ATT for all things therapy. They also offer financial aid to those who might qualify. And I think BetterHelp, I was actually a provider with them for a bit when I first got out to California. They're a great resource if you don't feel like you can afford to go see someone like me or another practitioner, or if you have fear, anxiety around that it's better to get help than get no help for sure. So check out betterhelp.com forward slash ATT for 10% off your first month with them. And with that, we're going to come back to our show today. I'm with Deb Rosenberg. She's the founder and owner of path com, and we have been talking in the first half of the show about the energy healings and clearings she does in spaces and homes. Deb, you know I wanted to ask you if you could please just kind of let our listeners know a working definition of what is en- en- energy healing Well
0: it's it's a big definition and yeah it, it goes from quantum physics to that, which we all possess. So I would like to share, uh, what I share with my clients that I work yeah, please. with. So the, the first step for me is, is whether or not the person is familiar with energy work and oftentimes they are not. And so we talk about our bodies being physical energy and what is an EKG? It, the EKG can demonstrate the action within our body. It's palpable and it's visual. We can see those lines moving. We feel our heart beating and that's one level of energy. And then as we move through that and have that discussion, I'll have them put their hands above my hands, maybe two, three inches above my hands, and I'll talk to them about what they're feeling. And usually there's some tingling and they understand that there's something new happening here and then I'll have them put their hands, not completely together, but close together and they'll fill that energy. So what I talk about is they have the capacity to do what I do, whether or not they want to dive into more information or instruction or processes to hone That skill is up to them. But for the purpose of our session, that's what I would be working with. So energy, it is it is something that we possess within within us. It's external. It comes from nature. It comes from trees. It comes from animals. It surrounds us. So what we do as energy healers, what I do in my modality is I take the guidance that is being shown me through what I will call clairvoyance because I see behind my eyes mm-hmm. and being in channel where I'm actually being shown where to place my hands, how long to place my hands for, um, words. If there's something happening in a chakra in an energy center that has an emotion to it that we want to bring forward. So the energy healer, if you will, I'm going to put that in air quotes here. Yes. is something that we all bring to the table with our different style, but it is all based on all that, all that is around us. So, that's the simple version of what I do. Very simple version is that we are living, breathing energy beings. It's energy fields.
1: By, even.
0: That's correct. Yes. And it's the, the easiest way to demonstrate it is, is that we can see it on a piece of paper with little lines going up and down. And how can that be anything but pure energy?
1: And you're, you're also a Reiki healer. Can you talk to our listeners about your hands-on sessions that you offer as well? I want to make sure people know about everything you offer through. I would love to, because that's,
0: that's where this all began. I was doing hands-on healing for my family, for my children, for friends. And I knew that I possessed this gift. There was no doubt in my mind, but how did I want to hone this gift, build upon it? And in doing so, the energy work that I was doing was, it was guided. I knew that I was in channel. I knew that I had something special running through my hands. There was no doubt, but I, and I'm going to bounce back to something that we talked about in the first half Sure. and being an energy healer, you can Google that and people get all kinds of answers. So I decided because I was getting feedback from people saying, well, I'm not sure I don't really understand. So, When I became a Reiki three, it was because I wanted to give those people that were working with me something to understand about energy work, about the chi, the prana that runs Mm -hmm. through our bodies. What does that look like? And so they could Google this very specific thing called Reiki and get a sense of what the energy work is. Mm -hmm. So when I became Reiki three, I didn't know that that was going to be a very uh, influential format in my hands on healing. When I started, I thought, Oh, I'm just going to add that to all that I do, the different modalities, but it became very primary for me so that I go through the body system with the Reiki symbols. And then I also am in channel. So I'm using all these different modalities to do the hands on healing, to receive messages mm-hmm. from the body. Yes. and And in that work, because it's coming through with words and images, And oftentimes it will be from a family member or friend who's crossed and they want to get the information to the person that I'm working with because they want them to understand that just a vibration away, they're there and that it's okay. Everything is well. That happens more often than not. Even with people that I barely know, I'll get an incoming because that person that's in this other vibration wants them to know that they're safe and all is well. It may last only 15 seconds, but it's there. So it's fen- It's phenomenal in that space to be able to be a facilitator for that gift to bring pause and comfort to someone. So in that healing work, I'll bring it back to the healing work. Now, the physical sensations, that go through me very quickly, nothing stays in, it's just informative so I know what's happening with the person that I'm working with. Those sensations also lead to emotional conditions for the person with with whom my hands are on. And mm-hmm. an example that I'd like to give you was working with someone who, my hands did not want to leave the second chakra. There was something there mm. and I shared with her that there was an energy there that wanted to have a voice and that could she think of anything in her life? And I described what the second chakra was about that perhaps would impact this inability for me to move on to her third chakra. Yeah. And I told her she didn't have to say it aloud. She could say it to herself, but was there anything? And this was a very conservative human, very private. And this was the first endeavor in energy work. and she burst into tears and she said, Uh, I want to say it out loud. And this is what happened to me in college. And it was a very traumatic event. Yes. Yes. And once she said it out loud, she felt the release of my hands with me. So she was very tuned in that there was a shift happening in her body that she was a participant in by releasing those emotions. So Those are the gifts that come through. And I also would like to add that when those things happen, when those bits of information flow to the surface, and in this case, this was a trauma that she never spoke to anyone about. I feel that our responsibility as healers, be they as a therapist, such as yourself, a hands-on healer, intuitive healer, such as myself, that we help that person move to whatever they need next. So rather than me saying to her, I'd like to see you in two weeks, let's see where the energy systems are. I shared with her that if she wanted a resource to talk about this trauma that we had risen, that I could give her resources to work on releasing the trauma further now. Not from her physical body, because we felt that release, but perhaps from her etheric heart, where she was holding the sadness and the trauma from that experience. So again, it's it's about facilitating change and also offering the next step. Yeah, with someone to help them move through that.
1: I that story is beautiful and powerful because that is the power of transformational work of you. Sensing that, feeling that, receiving that message and sharing it with her and her burst of tears. I bet for years, a part of her has yearned for that release of the shame I sense and guilt and and then anger even. And then that you referred her on. That's, that's a beautiful, powerful story.
0: Thank you. And it makes me You're really welcome. happy to be able to facilitate that. Yeah. Then I know what's next. The work that I do. Also, it's not something that you say, I'd like to see you in a week or I'd like to see you in two weeks. I leave the individual with, when you feel that you would like to receive this work again, please reach out. And if Mm -hmm. they say to me, can you reach out to me in three weeks? Because I think that I'm going to want to follow up. I'll put it on my calendar. I'll shoot them a text or an email and say, here's your reminder. And sometimes they want to come in and sometimes they're like, No, I'm okay. So I'm very fluid with what they would like to do in that design because they see that this work is a bit of work that isn't done like you do it, you're done, and you move on. You had a session, and it affects what happens in your dreams, it affects what happens in your thoughts. There are little moments of change that continue to happen, and at the point that they're ready for what's next. That's when I get the next phone call. They're ready for what's next. They've synthesized this change. And through that synthesizing, they're like, okay, I got that. I feel sanguine with that now. I'm ready. Let's go for more. So that's the excitement also about what we do. We lead with an open heart. We lead with this infinite love. And they see that what is wanted is very best for them, regardless of What their beliefs are, it's simply the connection between ourselves as healer, those that wish to have a healing experience, and then the facilitation in the middle of those that are coming to us in channel, be it angels, guides, spirit guides, all that can be, including, as I shared before, could be a mathematical formula. And we all do it together.
1: So, Deb, I feel like there's a perfect segue in closing. And how can listeners reach out to you to learn more and to schedule sessions with you?
0: Well, they can reach out via social media on Instagram. I am Deborah Rose, and it's D E B O R A H Rose. And that's also 8888, Deborah Rose 8888. And they can email me at Deborah at Path for Life Dreams. I'm on Facebook as Deb Rosenberg and you can put Path for Life Dreams and you'll get to my page and you can private message me or you can contact me via phone at 818-481-8690.
1: Deb, thank you for taking your time, being my guest and, and sharing this information about your work. And I'm, I was so excited to launch your, your website and business in this more formalized sense today. So thank you for that opportunity.
0: Thank you, Lisa. This has been an absolute joy. Absolute For me, joy. too. I look Thank forward to you. seeing you
1: in Los Angeles.
0: I'll see you in Los Angeles. Wonderful. You soon. Bye. Yes.
1: Okay. Bye bye.
0: Bye bye. That
1: concludes my show today with deb rosenberg again find her at path Four. the digit the number four lifedreams.com if the website's not up today it will be up soon and i just want to wish all of you a really awesome day a really awesome weekend and um all my love bye you're listening to all things therapy with lisa tahir